Dirty Money Moves discusses cases in which a crime may have occurred. All parties referred to in this podcast are presumed innocent until proven guilty by law. Opinions expressed don't necessarily reflect those of the podcast host, Murderish, or Cloud10 Media. Hey everyone, it's Jamie. If this is your first time listening to this Dirty Money Moves miniseries, please stop here and listen to episode one. This crazy story will make a lot more sense if you start from the beginning. Last week on the Dirty Money Moves miniseries, we introduced you to Jen Shaw, the self-described Queen Bee of Bravo's hit reality show, The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. We dove into Jen's background, her family life, and her confusing and veiled career that for some reason requires multiple assistants who handle all of her needs. A woman who never misses an opportunity for personal branding, Jen refers to her assistants as the Shaw Squad, of course. The Shaw Squad does everything for Jen, including glam, hair, wardrobe styling, food orders, party planning, and apparently buying feminine products as well. Basically, anything you can imagine a woman of high celebrity status would need. But there's one assistant in particular who stood out to the Real Housewives viewers, Stuart Smith, Jen's number one. There's just something off about Stu. He just looked a little too grown to be her assistant. Holding her bag at the Botox Medispa. Why are you there, Stu? Why? But what were Jen and Stuart really up to for the last decade? Their lucrative telemarketing business would eventually get a lot of attention, but not the kind that anyone wants. As it turned out, the feds had been watching the odd pair for years and would eventually close in on the Queen Bee and her right-hand man in a very public way. From Murderish and Cloud10 Media, this is Dirty Money Moves Women in White Collar Crime, a podcast that dives into one story told over several weekly episodes. In this mini-series, we're highlighting a reality star turned convicted felon. Jen Shaw of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City seemed to be living large with a closet full of Gucci bags and fur coats, as well as expensive cars and a glam squad prominently displayed for Housewives viewers. But when it came to explaining exactly what it is the self-described Queen Bee did for a living, well, that's where things got a little complicated. Come to find out, Jen's wealth had been built on the backs of mostly vulnerable people through a fraudulent telemarketing scheme that she'd been operating for years. This is Episode 2, Federal Shod. The question regarding Jen's employment also comes up when you think of Stuart Smith. Many viewers, myself included, also wondered what Stuart does for a living. Viewers on the show see Jen's number one man taking calls and sending emails like the average employee. But it wasn't until recently that viewers learned exactly what Stuart was up to. And spoiler alert, it was much more than just buying tampons for his boss. Jen and Stuart spent a lot of time together and were definitely seen as an odd pairing, 
without a lot in common. Housewives fans would soon learn, however, the unlikely pair did have at least one thing in common, a love of money at any cost. Before signing on to be a cast member on The Real Housewives, people are warned that if they have skeletons in the closet, the world will find out about them eventually. Viewers of the show have seen this play out badly for some housewives and their partners. Think Tom Girardi, the high-profile attorney whose fall from grace came after he was charged for embezzling millions of dollars from clients to fund his and his wife, Erica Girardi's, lavish lifestyle. We're watching Erica's fall from grace as we speak on the current season of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And the arrests of Jen Shaw and Stuart Smith were no different. The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City viewers got to witness the feds catch up to them in real time. With charges like conspiracy to commit wire fraud and conspiracy to commit money laundering, the odd pair's potential prison time could make Teresa Judice's baby prison sentence look like a vacation. On March 30th of 2021, Jen received that fateful call just after she'd gotten into a limo that was going to take her and her fellow castmates on a girl's trip. The phone call didn't raise any alarm bells at first. Then, viewers watched as Jen's body stiffened and her eyes widened. Jen quickly locked eyes with a camera inside the limo and abruptly asked a fellow castmate to turn off her mic. Reality show fans know all too well that when a cast member asks for their mic to be turned off, shit's about to go down. What is going on? Why are the police here? We're looking for Jen Shaw. Holy what the is going on? The wire fraud and money laundering charges leveled against Jen and Stewart had them potentially facing over three decades in prison. When Jen's castmates and fans of the show learned this, they realized Jen's lifestyle and career was all a facade. But the Queen Bee didn't skip a beat. She proclaimed her innocence and continued on flashing designer looks and being in full glam from head to freshly pedicured toe. Both Jen and Stuart pleaded not guilty to their charges, and before you knew it, Jen started the trending hashtag Free Jen Shaw. So you're saying what is supposed to be, which is innocent until proven guilty. Mm -hmm. And that's what Free Jen Shaw means. Right. Free Jen Shaw, in its essence, means you're upholding the Constitution. Even during the Housewives Season 2 reunion, Jen mentioned her innocence and how hard she'd be fighting to prove it. I'm fighting this. She's I am innocent. She's fighting it. And I will fight for every person out there that can't fight for themselves because they don't have the resources or the means. Because number one, I'm innocent. And number two, I'm going to represent every other person out there that can't fight. At the time, fans of the show weren't aware that way back in 2016, well before Jen was even on The Real Housewives, Homeland Security had already begun looking into Jen Shaw's scammy behavior in connection with a case on the other side of the country in New York City. 
During the summer, my schedule is more jam-packed with social activities, and I find myself with a lot less time to cook and prep meals. With Daily Harvest, fruit and veggie-packed meals are at the ready. Right now, my freezer is packed with nourishing smoothies, flatbreads, harvest bowls, and more. I grab one when I'm headed out the door in the morning, and avoid the fast food temptation. Everything Daily Harvest offers is farm to frozen to lock in nutrients and flavor, from savory to sweet. I really look forward to lunchtime lately because the Daily Harvest Mulberry and Dragon Fruit Forager Bowl is so tasty and satisfying. And let's face it, nobody wants to stand in front of a hot oven during the summer. With Daily Harvest, you get quick, delicious, nutrient-dense meals, and no oven is necessary. Daily Harvest checks all the boxes for me. Their meals are nutritious, tasty, quick, and the ingredients used come from farmers where available who invest in practices that increase biodiversity and improve the health of our soil. Stay busy and eat sustainably with Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com slash dirty money to get up to $40 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash dirty money for up to $40 off your first box. Dailyharvest.com slash dirty money. In January of 2016, Homeland Security started Operation Double Down, based on an arrest by the New York Police Department. The NYPD had arrested a man for smuggling narcotics. The man supplying the narcotics was also part of an enormous telemarketing fraud case. His name is Arash Katachi. Katachi and his colleagues operated telemarketing schemes that offered fake products and services to vulnerable victims. In the trial of the United States versus Katachi, the allegations were simple. A group of telemarketers made misrepresentations to get their money. We learned from that case that most of the telemarketing companies worked together and scammed their victims by sharing their private information. Victims' names, phone numbers, email addresses, credit card information, and more were essentially passed around from one telemarketing scammer to the other. Victims from the Katachi case were mainly elderly, just like Jen Shaw's case. Upon further digging, the FBI eventually learned about Jen Shaw's telemarketing company, and they started to investigate. So, at the time that Bravo fans were first introduced to Jen Shaw on The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, the Queen Bee already had FBI agents buzzing around her. Some journalists have come to believe that Jen and Stewart's past employment working at Thrive, a telemarketing company, had inspired them to sell non-existent services to people, elderly people in particular. In season one of Dirty Money Moves, which covered the case of Mary Carol McDonald, the phony heiress, we learn that cases involving victims who are considered vulnerable, like the elderly, are oftentimes seen as more of a priority than others. Whether that factor has played a role in Jen's case is unknown. Since Jen Shaw's case became public, we learned that she and Stewart allegedly communicated only through apps where their messages were encrypted so others couldn't read them. If we're to believe that Jen and Stewart were actually making a living by scamming people, then texting each other on the down low makes a lot of sense. After her arrest, Jen had to put $250,000 in cash toward her bond to guarantee that she would show up in court. 
the Salt Lake City MVP had to put up real cash instead of property because her home, the fabulous Shaw Chalet, was rented, which came as a real shock for fans who were under the impression that Jen surely had enough wealth to own a lavish home or two or three. Stewart, on the other hand, put up his home as a bond guarantee. In October of 2021, while facing federal criminal charges, Jen had a paid opportunity to appear in person at the Hustlers Club in New York. While the optics weren't great for her to show up for the appearance, the Queen Bee couldn't pass up the opportunity, especially given her mounting legal fees. And if her appearance at the Hustlers Club wasn't enough to get people talking, the fact that Jen continued filming The Real Housewives showing up to meet and greets and flaunting her wealth, all while facing serious federal charges, would surely keep people talking about the audacious Bravo liberty. Because in Hollywood, any press is good press. Among all the talk about Jen Shaw, there's also been some chatter about who will represent her in court. Not one to hold back on what she's thinking, Jen's already expressed a preference for who she'd like her lawyer to be. And she's aiming higher than a Gucci heel. People thought I was joking around when I was like, do we need to add Kim Kardashian to our legal team? I was dead ass 100 serious, okay? Dead ass. People can say whatever they want about Kim Kardashian and this and that. Look, I have mad respect for her. She has been able to be an advocate and affect change for people that have been wrongly accused of crimes. And then she's been able to help fight for them at the White House or with government to get them released. And so I was dead serious because at this point, I'm feeling like I'm wrongly accused. I don't take this lightly. This is not something, it's, it's my life. And more importantly, it's my family's life. Dirty Money Moves is a collaboration between Murderish and Cloud10 Media. Executive producers are myself, Jamie Rice, and Sim Sarna. Research, writing, and producing is done by Devin Ruskin. Emily Crane does the audio mixing and editing. Josh Cook composed the music, and Brian Stefanik created the podcast cover art. Follow us at Dirty Money Moves on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And if you like the show, please rate us, review us, and leave us a few stars at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. If you're into true crime content, check out my other podcast, Murderish. Thanks for listening and see you next week for a brand new episode. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.